Welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey guys. Before we get into the excellent music we have lined up for your listening pleasure today, we want to let you know the following is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Are you in need of a new chair for your office, studio, or gaming space? Me too. Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming-related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist they have always existed right here in cyberspace. Go to technisportusa.com and use the offer code LDG. Stands for Level Down Games. Offer code LDG to save 10% when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at Level Down Games, all of our affiliate links can also be found in the YouTube description box in all of our videos and in the descriptions for our podcasts on podcast services. We've got Technisport Gaming Chairs, Amazon, Origin PC, and Razer. Thanks in advance for all of the support. Last but not least, if you don't currently subscribe to our YouTube channel or other podcasts, we've got a lot of other great content out there that you may be interested in. Simply search Level Down Games on any podcast app to see a list of our shows, including Max Level, BG Mania, The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, and Revisiting the Classics. We also have a YouTube channel that sees at least one new video uploaded to it daily, and again, that can be found by searching for Level Down Games on YouTube. We'd love to see you around more often in our community, and we'd also love to hear from you too. If you want to contact the show, feel free to send an email to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. We're always looking for additional requests for upcoming episodes, including Radio Hour and our themed weeks. You can also send us general questions or thoughts related to video games or gaming music, or even personal questions related to myself or Frank. All requests will eventually make it into the show, and any good questions will also make it into the show. Uh, Real quick, we need a request for Radio Hour next week. Uh, Obviously next week is Radio Hour, so someone send us a request. We haven't gotten one for this month, so we just need one. If we get two, that'd be cool too, but uh, someone out there, send us an email. Give us a request. Please, please. Give us a request. We haven't gotten one for this month yet, but we will. They always come through in the end, right? They usually come through in the end. So, all right. Well, if you didn't recognize that tune there at the beginning, we're going back to our series episodes this week, and we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy VIII and Final Fantasy IX. If you remember last week in the romantic episode when we played Eyes on Me from Final Fantasy VIII, which we will not be playing this week because we never play the same track more than once here on BG Mania, if we can help it. Um, so if you remember when we were talking about it and how I mentioned how great that track was, I said that I thought the, um, the best track from the game is the one we just heard there, the one that brought us in. That's Liberi Fatali, which I believe is Latin. Uh, what an epic piece of music that is, dude. That is so good. No, that was, that was awesome. So Final Fantasy VIII was released in North America on September 9th, 1999 for the original PlayStation. It would eventually see a release on PC January 25th, 2000 here in North America. Funny enough, that's the only two places you can find it. So this this does not exist anywhere else. Like, it's not been remastered. It's not been put out. You know, kind of how, like how they do, like, the uh, the HD version of Final Fantasy VII or the HD version of Final Fantasy IX, which you can find on the PS4 and on Steam recently. The only version to exist is the, are those two versions, the PlayStation version and the, the PC version from 18 years ago. So this is going to be extremely fun when we get to Final Fantasy VIII for revisiting the classics because we only have two choices and they're both almost identical to one another and they're both extremely old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Final Fantasy VIII, obviously everything that we're going to be listening to today was composed by the legendary Nobu Yamatsu, one of my favorite all-time composers. Um, that that track there, Liberty Fatali, 
I can't speak enough about it. It's it's one of the original pieces that you hear when you start up the game. Um, dude, it's so dark. It's so atmospheric. It's it's got chanting. It's got like the kind of vocals that we like in music, and I absolutely love it. It's it's so freaking good. It's in. It plays during the introduction to the game. Like as soon as you blow this game up, that is what you hear. And like it's setting such a tone for what to expect with Final Fantasy VIII, and I, I fell in love with that track as soon as I heard it. That's that's a great song. Like as soon as it kicked in, I was like, oh, this is this is good. This is good. Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII has some great music, dude. We're about to listen to ten tracks from Final Fantasy VIII, and these these songs are so freaking good. Um, I don't even want to waste any time. Let's get to our second track from Final Fantasy VIII. This one is called Balam Garden. <laughs> Balam Garden from Final Fantasy VIII. What a peaceful tune, man. I was going to say, it's very serene. I actually was thinking, like, uh, Harvest Moonish. Yeah. Uh, Balam Garden is one of the one of the initial areas that you explore within Final Fantasy VIII. And it's it's such a cool area. And, and this track playing in the background, it just it speaks volumes. I love this piece of music. I love what they did here. I love how it's able to evoke the sense of nostalgia out of me. And while, while also being very peaceful, very calm, very, oh man, I don't know, very melodic. I love this piece. I really do. I think I think this is one of the better pieces from Final Fantasy VIII. And it shows because when I was looking through the tracks on, I was listening to the, the soundtrack and, and going out there and searching and seeing what people like about Final Fantasy VIII and what types of music, as I always do for these series episodes, seeing what other, what music people are talking about. And one track I seen pop up all, all time and time again was the Balam Garden theme. So, so this definitely, this piece of music right here speaks to a lot of different people and how, how amazing it is. 
It's really cool. And what Nobu Yamatsu was able to do with it, I, I applaud him. It's, I think it's really great. No, this, this is really cool. I, I was getting the Harvest Moon feeling, the very like peaceful, serene, just kind of, mm-hmm. which makes sense because that's probably what this area is. Yeah, it, it definitely is. It, it definitely is. Obviously, you're not, you know, building a farm and planting corn and raising cattle, but... Uh... You probably could, but you, you never, you never know. <laughs> Maybe on the outskirts of Bottom Garden, that's what they're doing. Maybe that's where Harvest Moon takes place. Let's make that happen. Let's make this crossover happen. A Final Fantasy crossover with Story of Seasons. That'd be pretty cool. Yes. That would be cool. All, we're far, farming all of a sudden. You hear Sephiroth. <laughs> That's the last game. That's seven we talked about. It's That's the only game that matters. No. No. Come on. There's no Rydia in Final Fantasy VIII either. Aw. And Rydia was I an awesome her. character. I miss, I miss her already. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the <laughs> Let's move on to the next piece of music. We're going to be listening to Don't Be Afraid. Was don't be afraid from Final Fantasy VIII. Obviously, because I'm, t- are you, oh, I'm no, scared. No, you're scared, dude. You're scared. You're scared. I can sure. tell you're scared. Maybe, maybe a little scared. I can tell you're scared. Uh, obviously, though, if you couldn't tell, that was the battle theme for Final Fantasy VIII, and it's it's just, dude, it sounds like traditional Final Fantasy battle music. It really does. Of course. And it's so good. Like it just that makes me want to go out and fight things, fight you in particular. I want to fight you when I hear that song. I want to fight you as well, Brad. <laughs> you heard it Come here, all folks. You heard it here first. Come at me, bro. The epic showdown between BG Mania participants. You've got the legendary host, me, taking on the legendary sidekick, you. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am no sidekick, okay? In this relationship, I'm Batman and you're Robin. <laughs> That's okay. Robin's cooler. Nightwing is a bit of a ladies' man. So. I know, I know, and uh, that translates pretty damn well. <laughs> but uh, this piece of music, man, it's so good. It makes, you, it makes you want to fight. It makes you want to fight. It makes you want to go out and level up. It makes you want to go out and grind these levels or grind this experience to get better. 
and and that's generally what I feel like good battle music in the JRPG should do. It should make you want to engage in combat. It should make you want to go out there and fight countless enemies because that's how you get better. That's how you get stronger, obviously. So a good battle music will will inspire you as opposed to oh man, I don't want to hear this track again. You know, I don't, I I don't like when battle music is is boring. And and that's one cool thing about this music is that it's definitely not boring. No, it's not, not boring at all. No. But, uh, all right, well, let's check out our next track from Final Fantasy VIII. This one's called The Landing. was the landing from Final Fantasy VIII. What's cool is that the landing is played at the beginning of the Siege of Dalit, while the Seed forces reach the shores. So while this may not be particularly a battle theme, it does have a very epic feel to it, and that's because it's played during these moments and you know where, where people are invading the Balam Gardens and they're invading all this stuff. So it, it, it's, it's meant to be a more intense moment. It's like, it's like a war raid kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely, and that, that's exactly what this is. Uh, and it, it, it feels like that, dude. It really, really feels like that. That's, uh, I even actually go, this is this a battle theme, but that, yeah. makes, that makes more sense because it definitely sounds like a raid theme. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and this is this is one of the, uh, this is a more pretty much iconic moment from the game too because the Siege of Dalit is this like military engagement between Galbadia and the Duchy of Dalit in Final Fantasy VIII. So it, it's pretty cool because, you know, you have the Dalit army, they're enforced by the Seed Elite Mercenary. And, and what you play as in Final Fantasy VIII, you're playing as Seed Mercenaries. You're playing as these Seed members. And they are responding to this request from the Parliament of after these setbacks and after this siege. And again, just hearing this 
piece of music playing in the background during a very intense, very pivotal moment in the game, it definitely sets a tone. And it, it, like I said, you, you know, dude, you're about to go to war. Like this, this is what's happening right now. And that's just what it feels like to me. And like they say, war, war never changes. War never changes. That's true. That's very true. But uh, all right, man, let's take a look at the next piece of music from Final Fantasy VIII. This one is Force Your Way. was Force Your Way from Final Fantasy VIII. Force Your Way is the boss battle theme from Final Fantasy VIII, and uh, it, it's basically, it's used in almost every single boss fight. There are certain boss fights where they have their own unique themes, especially towards the end of the game, but uh, any any boss that you generally encounter in the, uh, in, the, in the base game up through a good chunk of the game, you're going to hear this when you enter a boss battle. And I'm going to tell you what, dude, this is a good boss battle theme. It really is. This is a great is, boss I, battle theme. Uh, as, I, as soon as I hit it, heard it, I was like, all right, something's going down. Yeah, and, and I'm surprised you didn't mention it because uh, this is actually included on one of the Black Mage's original albums that they that they released uh, in, in like a heavy metal rendition of this track. So this is one this is one of the ones you can find from the uh, from the Black Mage's group, which I know you are a big fan of and you have listened to a lot of their stuff. I, I love the Black Mages. They're freaking awesome, man. Like it's they are they are they're, they're definitely worth listening to, especially if you're. I, 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 for, for anyone that's a fan I, I, of video I, game I, music. I, I say, I, I've, I've grown to um, appreciate them more now that I've been playing some Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Because I, I, I like the music in general. The music in general right. is awesome. Like, right. You don't need to be a fan of Final Fantasy. Right. Anyone that's, uh, anyone that's that's played a Final Fantasy game or that appreciates Final Fantasy music or even appreciates game music in general, uh, the Black Mages, they do some great stuff, man. And that's, that's what's cool is that it's um, Nobuyu Matsu's actual personal band. So it's pretty freaking cool. That's pretty cool. He, he freaking rocks, dude. He really does. But, uh, all right, man, I want to move to our next piece of music for today's episode. 
and it's one of my personal favorites from Final Fantasy VIII because it takes place in one of my all-time favorite moments in the game. And dare I say, this may be one of my favorite moments from gaming in general. So from Final Fantasy VIII, this track is called Waltz for the Moon. And that was Waltz for the Moon from Final Fantasy VIII. What a freaking beautiful track that is, dude. And that's a traditional waltz. It, it is. That's a traditional waltz piece of music. But one of the reasons why I like this piece so much is because it's played during the graduation ball. And that's actually where Squall, the main character of the game, first meets Renoa. And if you remember during our romantic episode last week, the original track I played, Eyes on Me from Final Fantasy VIII, that's like their, the track of their love story. And I, I've always said that Renoa and Squall is my favorite love story from a video game. So this is the, the, the time in the cutscene where they're officially first meeting. And, you know, Squ at this point in the game, Squall is this badass character. He kind of like, you know, an attitude only cares about himself. And he's attending this graduation ball. Squall is there, Renoa is there, and they, and they lock eyes. And like she comes over to him and approaches him and wants to dance. So and, and then again, this is the track that's playing when they first start dancing. And dude... I I was I was young I was young when this came out. Obviously not young young, but 1999. You know I'm 13 years old and I'm I'm just turning a teenager. I'm just playing this game, and I, I still feel the same way about it now that I did back then. Like this, and 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 I I, I was very much in tune with what was going on, and like you know I, I felt the same way about stuff back then as I do now. Like I I, I feel things, and like uh, you know I, I'm. Like just the way you're, music, very, you're, you're very empathic. Yeah, and, and just expressive in how music touches me and, and how these kind of stuff, how this stuff works. So even back then, as, as, a, as a teenager and a, and a younger kid, I was still the same type of a person. Like, my personality hasn't changed that much throughout the years. So seeing this is, it's so good because it's the first notable event to happen. And its importance is amazing because it sets up the entire rest of the plot for Final Fantasy VIII. And it was one of the first times where you know, a full motion video and this actual cutscene is blowing me away. Like, because granted, we're in the PlayStation era and PlayStation is the era of the full motion video. Sure. And before, you know, before cutscenes really became a thing. 
and this just dude this just made me appreciate what I was watching so much more and like I said it's a standard eight fourth time waltz and, and if you count it, like, you can actually, like, if you're familiar with the waltz and you count it while it's playing, you've got, you know, these eight steps that are performed and repeated in time to the music. So it's pretty cool. And, and the game actually translates that in the cutscene. So what you're seeing, like, these characters are dancing a legit waltz to this music. It's, it's awesome, dude. I can't wait to get to this game in, in, in revisiting the classics because while it is a very unpopular opinion, Final Fantasy VIII is my personal favorite Final Fantasy game of all time. We'll see. You know, I'll reserve judgment. It sounds fun. Yeah. I, I, I'm familiar with Squall, so. Squall's amazing. Can't wait. I can't wait for you to check this out. But, uh, all right, let's move on to our next piece of music. This one is called The Man with the Machine Gun. Machine Gun from Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, I'm not gonna really give away too much on this one because I, by by divulging some information on the track, I think it would kind of dive into some spoiler territory, and I don't want to spoil this game for you because I know we're gonna eventually get there for revisiting the classics. But just know that this is an al- this is an alternate battle theme, and it's played when some particular characters are engaging in a fight. Um, but it's a great track. I mean, it is a freaking great track. You know what? You know what's been missing from this episode? Um, good Liner con- notes. Good, good content? Wow, Brian. <laughs> Lock it down. <laughs> I managed to pull a pretty weird liner note for this one. Okay. So in April 2000... Tanks tidbits return! Watch yourself. In April 2000, Jose Rabadon, a teenager from uh, Murcia in Spain... Okay. ...killed both of his parents and his sister with a katana. The what? media... The what? media accused Final Fantasy VIII of inducing him uh, 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 to do this, with one magazine stating he was just imitating his hero, Squall, who in a moment of the story thinks that he must kill someone close to him, that someone being Renoa. However, he didn't actually finish the game, nor reach any point in the game where anything like this occurs, so they just proved that the, the media was just making a big fervor over this. Of course. He was he was arrested, spent eight years in jail, and he's now been known as El Asinio de la Katana, the Katana Killer. So he's out of jail already? Yep, he's out of jail for the past 10 years. He killed three people. His parents and his sister. 
and he only got eight years in prison. That's the Spanish uh, justice system for you. How is that? That's not justice at all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's not justice at all. That is incredible. <sighs> is that just a liner note in terms of? That's just a general liner note. That doesn't apply to this song. No, it's general for Final Fantasy. Okay. You know, but, but you know who could have stopped that? The man with the machine gun. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> hey, I'm a part of that too. I catch teamwork. on quick. I catch on dreamwork. quick. I catch on quick. Uh, some kind of teamwork makes the dream work. Not all teamwork makes the dream work. Especially if the team is consisting of the Big Show and maybe Chris Jericho. Jericho. Or, or 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 the Big Show and uh, the Miz. Miz Show. Show Miz. Show Miz. Show Miz. Not Miz Show. What about what about the Big Show and King Kong Bundy? The Big Bundy. That'd be a good tattoo. King Kong Show. King Kong Show. <laughs> Ding Dong Dell. Nino Kuni too. All right, <laughs> let's move on to. That is a town in Nino Kuni. Let's move on to the next track from Final Fantasy VIII. This one's called Fisherman's Horizon. was Fisherman's Horizon from Final Fantasy VIII. Fisherman's Horizon, obviously, is a area you can get to in uh, in Final Fantasy VIII. So this track plays when Squall and his friends visit the Windhill area. And uh, it's it's a pretty cool area. You'll like this area when we get to it in the game. You'll, you'll like this. You will. And Are you able a, to fish? You're not. Uh. But um, this is another, much like the Balam Garden track we heard earlier, it's another very peaceful, very yeah. melodic, very... Oh, man, what's the right way to describe this piece of music? It's it's very... It's expressive in a way that uh, that doesn't really need a lot of expression. 
So, you know, it's, it's painting this picture. It's painting this beautiful picture of, of what the Fisherman's Horizon actually is. And, it's, and, and, and it does a pretty good job, too. So when you're listening to that piece of music and you close your eyes, what do you hear? The ocean. Okay. And, and, and when you get to Fisherman's Horizon, you may not necessarily see the ocean, but you will see some blue. Uh, but, oh, and, and I like that. So it, it's... It's a, it's a play, so to speak, on what hmm. the Fisherman's Horizon actually is. Do not ruin it for me. I'm not going to ruin it for you. I never would. But uh, I love this area, dude. And, and I just, I love this game. I freaking love this game. I do. Okay. Let's check out our next piece of music. Because we've got two left to look at from Final Fantasy VIII before we move on to Final Fantasy IX. So, let's listen to Maybe I'm a Lion. Maybe I'm a Lion from Final Fantasy VIII. So, so what's cool about this is this is another boss track in the game. But this is what you're going to hear in the later portions of the final boss battle. So the final boss battle has multiple phases. And as, I, as I've said before, I feel like the final boss theme in Final Fantasy VIII is one of, <laughs> one of the longest boss battles that I've ever gone through. You, you, you told me that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and, I've, and I've mentioned this before, but uh, when I originally played through the game... Back in 1999, I want to say this fight took me almost two hours, if not more than two hours to do. But I also didn't play RPGs the same way I did, the same way I do now. And I don't over, I didn't over level back then. I, you know, I really didn't understand some of the concepts. So I've since went back and watched other people play through Final Fantasy VIII and how they did the boss fights. I've seen people, it's still a long boss fight, don't get me wrong. But I've seen people finish it in like 40 to 50 minutes as opposed to closer to two hours. But uh, this this boss fight still, well, when we do it, you're gonna. It, it's a long fight, and what sucks is if you lose, you have to do the whole thing over again. Oh boy! 
<laughs> and the save point isn't necessarily right next to it, so that that's what's brutal about some of these Final Fantasy games. You're gonna make me work for it, alright. You're gonna have to work for it. You're gonna absolutely have to work for it. But uh, I'm just gonna have to I'm just gonna have to level up like you wouldn't believe. Absolutely, yeah, you definitely wanna go into this fight uh, as seriously as overleveled as you possibly can be. But uh it's a this is a great piece of music. This is a great piece of music. I no, love it's a great one. track. Yeah, I love I love how this one transitions. I love how this you know, it just it's again it's built into the culmination of the game, so it feels very epic, and I like that. So, all right. Well, we got one more track to play from Final Fantasy VIII before we move on. So let's listen to The Extreme.
that was the extreme from Final Fantasy VIII. Like how I emphasize that? The extreme. I like that. It definitely has a spot in the where it kicks in and gets extreme. <laughs> it does, and it's a nice lengthy track, too. It's also played... This is also played during the final battle as well. So, again, the final battle has multiple phases. Like, I want to say, like, four phases. And the one we heard prior, maybe on the lion, takes place... I want to say the second or third phase. The extreme is the very last phase of the final boss. And it's... Again, dude, it's just another freaking awesome piece of music composed by Nobu Yamatsu. I really feel like he... While, while I'm not sure that this entire soundtrack is, is maybe as memorable as something like, say, Final Fantasy VI, because Final Fantasy VI has some great tracks, if you remember correctly. But uh, I, I really feel like this this soundtrack to Final Fantasy VIII is super strong. It, it's super, super strong. It was, this was freaking... It was rocking. Like, Yamatsu knows what's up, man. He does, he does. And it, it's so good. I, I love it, dude. It, it's so freaking good. It's so good. But, uh... I think that's going to bring us to the close of our of our taking a look at Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy Eight music. We'll so, see you next week, guys. See you next week. Goodbye. No, it's kidding. Uh, we still got a whole ten tracks to play Hell here yeah. on, here on today's episode of BG Mania. So let's transition from Final Fantasy Eight straight to Final Fantasy Nine. So so we're transitioning now forward in time, but not by much. Not by much at all. We're only moving forward a year. Remember, Final Fantasy VIII released in 1999. Final Fantasy IX released on November 13th, 2000, just one year later. And it's crazy to think about, because on the PlayStation, you had Final Fantasy VII, VIII, and IX released in all close proximity to one another. So all three of these games were in development at the same time, and this was back when they used to be able to pump out these massive JRPGs in, in such a short amount of time. So it's, it's crazy to think about. But, uh, no. We're going to take a look at Final Fantasy IX now. Again, still composed by Nobu Yamatsu for the PlayStation. So our first track from Final Fantasy IX is the title theme, The Place I'll Return to Someday.
And that was the title theme, otherwise known as The Place I'll Return To Someday. Final Fantasy IX, dude, it's this is a great game. And, and what's cool about Final Fantasy IX is that it was basically made as a love letter to some of the older Final Fantasy games. So, you know, we had Final Fantasy VI, and we had Final Fantasy VII, and then we had Final Fantasy VIII, and the, and the series was kind of progressing in a different way. So when they, fade, when they made Final Fantasy IX, they kind of went back to the roots almost, and, and they definitely did a lot of gameplay type of stuff that you hadn't seen in, in a while when, when, by, by the time Final Fantasy IX had released. So this is actually one of Justin's favorite Final Fantasy games because of it. And it's actually a pretty good game. It has a really good story between uh, with, with Zidane, the main character, and Garnet, the uh, the leading female character as well. It has another really good story. And, and when did this one come out? Final Fantasy IX was in 2000. One year okay. after Final Fantasy VIII. Because again, this was this was around the same time that uh, that you know they had a multiple Final Fantasy games in production, and they released seven, eight, and nine within like three years of each other. And that would be the last time we'd see something like that for for Square Enix and for Final Fantasy, where we had that many good games come out in such a short period of time. Now we go like six, seven, eight years in between Final Fantasy releases, which I mean, granted, obviously we're in an, in an era now that uh, game development takes a lot longer, but still, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, all right, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. We had a nice era where we just banged them out, back, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's check out our next track from Final Fantasy IX. This one is called Memories Erased in the Storm. Memories Erased in the Storm from Final Fantasy IX. Uh, nice, simple, quick track there. Uh, very, you know, very another very peaceful, very slow, very melodic piece. Uh, Memories Erased by a Storm. This plays during the opening video in the game, after Garnet's flashback of the boat and the storm, which is why it's called Memories Erased in the Storm. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so I got a little liner note for you here. Okay. Tank to, so tank to bit number two. There you go. In the very beginning of the game, uh, when you're told about the plans to kidnap a member of the royal family, yeah. if, if you answer the question wrong 60 times, okay. the game will scold the player uh, by using the, by the character Ruby will scold the player. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a nice little thing there. If you really are persistent and do it 60 friggin' times, That's you, will get, you will get yelled at. <laughs> I clearly did not do that because, uh, you know, failing the question 60 times... I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly it's possible because you can keep failing over and over, but uh, 
at some point you're going to know the answer that you should be giving. <laughs> you, should, you, have, you have to stand by your guns. Stand by me? Yes. Stand by me indeed. Yeah. Great, great movie. Yeah. Uh, a Man with a Machine Gun? Is that the name of the, name of the track we heard earlier? Yeah, The Man with the Machine Gun. <laughs> That's who I want to stand by me, is The Man with the Machine Gun. The Man with the Machine Gun, yeah. Could have took out the Katana Killer. There you go. Well, I get to see it's a callback, guys. It's... Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. But, uh, alright, let's move on. We've got, we got quite a bit of music to listen to still. we got some good stuff coming up. So let's take a listen to our next piece of music. This is Vivi's theme, otherwise known as Alexandria's theme. Why this has two different names? Obviously, it's known as Vivi's theme and the Alexandria theme. This obvious this plays anytime you're actually controlling Vivi in Alexandria, which is why some people call it Vivi's theme, some people call it Alexandria's theme. Um, because while it is the theme that you hear while you're playing as Vivi, it's also the theme that you hear while you're in the town of Alexandria. So it, it kind of goes both ways in terms of being a theme for technically one th- one thing because it is Vivi's theme, but because it, you hear it when you're controlling him in the town. A lot of people consider it to be Alexandria's theme. I know Vivi from Kingdom Hearts. Right. What's cool about Vivi is he's one of the most... I really feel like he's one of the most iconic characters in Final Fantasy, even though that uh, he, he didn't debut until Final Fantasy IX, because a lot of people recognize him for who he is. And, and it's cool because he has the traditional black mage look from the original games, because, you know, remember, in like Final Fantasy One. Yes. When you but, when you create a black mage, it looks like Vivi, even though it's not Vivi, which is why a lot of people name that character Vivi. Yeah, it's I should have done that when I played it. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought Vivi actually was from Kingdom Hearts. Like I didn't know. Oh, really? I didn't realize. Really? Yeah, I didn't realize like I, I didn't realize it actually was a Final Fantasy character. Final Fantasy I, character. I, I had no yeah, point of reference. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But no, Vivi Vivi's a cool character. He's definitely, I think, one of the most interesting and one of the most likable characters from the entirety of Final Fantasy. So he's definitely someone I think you're going to really appreciate and like when we get to Final Fantasy IX. Full party member? Yes. And uh, 
his dude that piece of music his theme is really cool it's it's definitely I, I, I liked it. very halloweenish like we could have maybe played that during a halloween episode like it's really cool had a little bit of an elfman influence to it it did it did it definitely you could definitely hear some danny elfman in there but okay let's check out our next piece from final fantasy 9 this one's called feel my blade feel my blade from final fantasy 9 so this is a boss theme in the game or, or one of them it's a good piece of music I know you, you said you were digging this one it, as soon as i heard it i was like oh this this is a bad guy like you, yeah, just you said this definitely has a a bad feel to it um and this is a this is a track that definitely how i mentioned some of these tracks from final fantasy 8 bring back a lot of memories for me this is one that makes me very nostalgic for Final Fantasy IX. Like, I just I just distinctly remember this piece of music in the game. And I really like what, uh, I really like what Nobu Yamachi did with this one, like, just the instrumentation that he used and just the, the way the, the motions moved throughout the piece of music. It was really good, and I, I enjoyed this one. It was good. Yamachi uh, knows what he's doing. Of course he does. He's, this, he's, this, one, he's one of the greats. This guy, this guy right here. <laughs> he's, who, me? No. Oh. Nobu. Oh. He's my boy. 
I feel like we might be related. You look exactly the same. I think so too. I think so too. There's a uncanny resemblance. If only you could play the guitar as good as him. Dude, that'd be pretty sweet. It'd be pretty sweet. It'd be awesome. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Well, let's move on to our next piece of music. And I think this is one that you're actually going to really, really enjoy. So, from Final Fantasy IX, this piece of music is called Vamo a la Flamenco, otherwise known as a Chocobo theme. Vamo a la Flamenco. Now, like I said, that's otherwise known as a Chocobo theme in Final Fantasy IX. And, dude, I love this. I absolutely love this. I would love to see, like, a mariachi band play the song. I would, I feel like we need to get El Francaro. We need to get his opinions on this. So, you really, you really don't want to hear from him. Well, because, I mean, this this plays during the, uh, the sword fight with Blank during, uh, and again, it's like, you know how there's so many different Chocobo themes in Final Fantasy? Each Final Fantasy game has its own Chocobo theme. And Final Fantasy IX has several different Chocobo themes. But I think this is by far the best one. But yeah, I, I think I think we need El Francaro. No, I'm not getting him. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Is he, is he asleep? A lazy bum's always asleep. Hey, Brian! <laughs> hey, how's the paper taste? What the hell, Brian? <laughs> So, so did you hear this piece of music? Did you hear it? I heard it. I was doing a little dance to this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little El Carroll fact, if you like. Okay. Yeah, dude, I think it's been, uh, man, a couple months since we had an El Carroll fact. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. So uh, Freya. Okay. Is the only left-handed playable character in this game. Okay. But if you go in all of Final Fantasy, she's only the second ever left-handed play, uh, playable character. Okay. Do you know who the other one is? I don't. Kane 
from Final ah, Fantasy IV. Final Fantasy IV. That's right. He was left-handed. Which, which is a game you two idiots just finished playing. Yeah, we did, and uh, that's right, because I remember when you tried to, like, his, his predominant hand when you went to equip weapons was the left hand. I remember that. That's pretty See? cool. See? Yeah. I, I, I'm here to bring the knowledge. Uh, whatever the hell a tank tidbit or a liner note is, you guys are idiots. Yeah, well, I mean, that has been the underlying uh, thing keeping the show going, is them tanks tidbits. But, uh, all right, well, we, we appreciate your expertise on the uh, Vamo a la Flamenco, but uh, you're free to go back to bed now, because I know you're lazy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, well, while 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 Al Francara leaves, then we get Frank back. <laughs> Man, Brian, he hit me. <laughs> Damn, that was brutal. But uh, okay, let's check out our next piece of music while we uh, while we get resituated here. This one from Final Fantasy IX is called Jesters of the Moon, otherwise known as Zorn and Thorns theme. Jesters of the Moon, otherwise known as Zorn and Thorns theme from Final Fantasy IX, otherwise known as the Halloween music from Animal Crossing. Very, very similar. <laughs> Let me tell you, so far, this is my favorite song we've played today. Because it sounds like Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, I really, I really like the composition of this one. This piece of music's really good. But uh, it, it's crazy, dude, how similar that sounds to the Animal Crossing theme. Halloween it's pretty spot on yeah it, it really is and it's, it's crazy because um, you know in Final Fantasy 9 this why, why it's called Zorn and Thorns theme because this is the, the piece of music that you hear anytime you're seeing cutscenes or stuff involving Zorn and Thorns so it's like their personal theme um, but no like we were sitting here listening to it while we were recording and I started picking up on how similar the, the backing thing is to the Animal Crossing Halloween theme because when you're playing Animal Crossing on the GameCube and you're playing on Halloween night, what you hear is do 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 
do do do do do do do do do do do do do do do do do and that literally is the same melody that's being played in the background of the of this piece of music here and uh it's crazy because obviously final fantasy 9 came out in 2000 animal crossing came out in 2001 so these games would have had to have been developed right around the same time again so it, it, this is another instance where we're seeing both square enix and nintendo having very similar ideas and very similar sounds for music which again this is you know something that goes back to final fantasy 2 and only to the past i mean yeah. this is this is more this has happened more than once so so these two companies have a very similar taste when it comes to making video game music and maybe that's why they're some of my favorites of all time I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this so much so that I'm going to give you a liner note. Mm, enough for Carol fact? Uh, he's a jerk. He hit me. I know. <laughs> uh, so uh, inside the evil forest. Okay. One of the active time events that you can review is called the orchestra in the forest. Okay. Which, show, which shows the Tantalus orchestra playing a song to boost the morale for the crew. I remember this. And the song they play was Rufus's we uh, welcoming ceremony from Final Fantasy VII. So it was pretty cool. to. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember this. It was pretty cool. And it's a great song, too. It is. It definitely is. I like getting uh, Halloween candy from Jack while listening to this piece of music. Me too. I traded in for uh, for furniture. furniture. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think it's time we check out some fighting stuff. So, from Final Fantasy IX, let's listen to the battle theme.
features the battle theme from Final Fantasy IX. That made me want to kill something so bad. I really feel like this might be one of the best battle themes in Final Fantasy. Like, this one is so good. I love this. No, uh, like, the, the, as soon as it kicked in, uh, maybe about 20 seconds in. Yeah. I was hooked. I was like, I want to, I want to kill something. I want to summon something. Yeah, this is going down now. <laughs> yeah, and luckily, um, luckily, you get to hear this all the time in the game because literally, it's the same piece of music. Now there are a few different battle themes in the game, but this is definitely one of the most common ones that you're gonna hear anytime you initiate a random battle on the uh, on the map and um, in, in the areas that you're in. So. Yeah, you'll definitely hear a lot of this throughout the game, and it's cool because it's so good. Like, you really you really can't hear this theme enough. Let's play it again. Hey, and next up is the battle theme from... No, I'm just kidding. But uh, we, we will kind of transition to our next piece of music here. We've got three left from Final Fantasy IX before we get on out of here today. So this coming up next here, this one is You're Not Alone. You Are Not Alone. No, actually, that's Michael Jackson. This was You're Not Alone from Final Fantasy IX. This is a pretty awesome tune, too. Though we are apart, you'll always always be in my heart. Another day has come. (laughs) 
Yeah, we're not, we're, we're not saying I'm Michael Jackson here. I'm sorry. Why not, dude? We'll, we'll, what we will do is slide, slide, slippity slide. <laughs> he, <laughs> That's he right, be, guys. Coolio could, has made it into another episode. He could be this episode's Coolio, dude. Michael Jackson. Coolio is this episode's Coolio, okay? Uh, Michael Jackson was better than Coolio. Yes, he was. I'm pretty sure that goes without saying. <laughs> Um, You're Not Alone plays after Zidane learns of his origins and purpose from Garland when the party helps him fight off several monsters. So this is another another very iconic piece of music, one that uh, plays at a very pivotal moment and one that plays at a very important moment in Final Fantasy IX. And it's, dude, it's a good track. Like, this is a good track. Oh, this is a damn good track. Like I said, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, these, these tracks just keep getting... The ones that we showcase for these episodes, I really feel like obviously the reason we pick these ones are because I feel like they're the best of the best. And I think that shows every single time because we really don't play a bad piece of music when we do these. And it, 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 it's tough to find a bad piece of music in general from Nobuhiko Matsu. I don't yeah. think there is any. I really don't think there is any. I'll, I'll, throw, you a, I'll throw you a nice quick little liner note uh, okay. in regards to Zidane. I'm hoping this uh, so, actually is about Michael Jackson. Um, so inside the weapon shop in Limbloom, not Neverland... Uh, okay. There's a display of large swords. And if Zidane inspects the swords, he'll go. So- sounds like Neverland. He goes, I remember a guy with spiky hair who carried something like this, and he was actually referencing Cloud Strife. Cloud, yeah, the Buster Sword. Yep. Oh, it's almost like you played Final Fantasy VII before. You would think so. <laughs> Once or twice, huh? Yeah. And you, you, you know, you would think that I would know that uh, he Cloud got the Buster Sword from Zack from Crisis Core. Remember, remember that argument we went back and forth on? Yes, we did. <laughs> And and we, so happened, and so we happened were both right. right. We were, well, was, we were both right. I, I was right. It's all I was, I was also right. All right. We're going to be coming to the end of this episode soon. We got two tracks left. So next up, let's listen to The Dark Messenger, otherwise known as the Trance Kuja Battle.
and that was the Dark Messenger, otherwise known as the Trance Kuja Battle. And uh, yeah, like as you mentioned, there we were listening to that. That's basically Arena Rock, dude. That's anthemic Arena Rock, and it's freaking awesome. It was freaking awesome. This this track is so good, dude. And uh, and and we <laughs> Kuja's a great character. Kuja's a great freaking character. He kind of looks like Super Saiyan level four. Dragon Ball GT. He kind of does have that kind of like look, right? He is he is the main antagonist in Final Fantasy IX, so he, he does have that really evil look to him, and he he's got a great look, dude. Kuja's a fun character. Um, while uh, while while Kuja is not on the same level as someone like Kefka, I think Kuja definitely had a lot of potential as a main bad guy. It was a, it, like he was a fun antagonist throughout the game. It was cool. I, I, I just checked out a little gameplay footage of him while we were listening to that, and uh, yeah. he seems like a beast. He is definitely the beast incarnate. Kuja Lesnar. <laughs> Kuna, Kuja Lesnar. But uh, playing out of the episode today, we're going to be fittingly listening to the ending theme, which is called Melodies of Life, and we're going to be playing the English version. Uh, this 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 piece of music here, obviously, like I just said, it plays during the final credits, and it does have some some beautiful lyrics here that are actually vocalized by Imiko Shiratori. Uh, she is a Japanese folk and J-pop singer, born back in March sixteenth, nineteen fifty. Where did you get nineteen sixty nine? I made that up myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Because when we were when we were looking at this, you you had pulled up a fact and said, uh, "Wow, she was born in sixty And I was like, uh, "Okay." But no, that's here right here. Her her bio says she was born in 1950. That's funny. No, but, I was just making that up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you actually had. Uh, I thought maybe you actually had some some inside knowledge on her. But uh, back in 2000, she was approached by Nobu Yamatsu to perform the theme song of Final Fantasy IX, obviously again called Melodies of Life, and she actually does the vocals for both the Japanese and the English versions. Oh uh, really? It, yeah, yeah. So she does she does both versions, and she does both versions flawlessly. Um, she it's it's really really cool. Um, the song was released on her 16th single album of the same name uh, was published by King Records uh, she also performed for other Final Fantasy themes um, throughout uh, throughout some of the other games uh, she wrote the lyrics for Pure Heart and then she also arranged a version of Aerith's theme included on one of her uh, on one of her singles so that's pretty cool this is an awesome theme I really, I really liked it yeah yeah I definitely like this one too um, and then what's cool is that uh, attached to the end of the credits in the game, after you hear this piece of music, you'll also hear the the prologue theme music again. So maybe as a little bonus, I'll attach the prologue to the end, just like you would hear when you, uh, wh- you know, when you actually play the game. So maybe I'll maybe I'll throw that on at the end too. Maybe I'll do that's, that. That's it. Let's do that, Brian. Yeah. That's maybe, a good idea. maybe I'll make it like the official credits. You know what I mean? Closing out the episode. Sounds pretty cool. But, uh, all right, well, I do think that's going to bring us to the close of this week's episode of BG Mania. Unless you had anything else you wanted to uh, to discuss before we get out of here today. I think we said it all. I can't wait to play Final Fantasy VIII. I'll play it tomorrow. No, you won't. But, no, you, no, should, no. You, but you should be playing Final Fantasy V, right? I am playing Final Fantasy V right now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if, if you don't currently listen to or subscribe to our Revisiting the Classics podcast, we are playing through every single Final Fantasy game right now. And we're currently on five. We have yet to discuss five because this is the first week we're actually playing it. But uh, actually, dude, actually, as of the time that you're uh, that 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 this video is posting, we'll already have recorded the uh, the first episode about Final Fantasy V for revisiting the classics. 
because this episode will go up on Wednesday, and we always record on Wednesday for every day classics. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, the, as as of recording, this week is the first week that we're actually playing Final Fantasy V. So yeah, if you don't subscribe to that, you can check it out on podcast services either through iTunes or Google Play. Just simply search Level Down Games or Revisiting the Classics, and you'll find that show. Or again, you can find it on YouTube as well. But uh, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is uploaded to iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday. Leaving us a rating and a review, if you haven't already done so on either iTunes or Google Play, helps us out tremendously in terms of search results. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, remember to email us at bgmania at leveldowngames.com with those requests. And again, we need some requests for next week's episode of Radio Hour, so send those in, please. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games so we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content to you on a daily basis, remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on iTunes and Google Play, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, Sport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. To stay up to date on all things Level Down Games, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find our main account over on Twitter at OriginalLDG. I'm at Brian underscore LDG. Frank is at the Frankosaurus. Alfred Caro is at Alfred Caro. He made an appearance on this episode. We're all on Instagram. I'm at Brian.LDG. Frank is at the Frankosaurus. And Alfred Caro is on Elf- at Alfred Caro once again. We can be found on Facebook for general posts and information. And finally, over at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all of our live streams. Feel free to say hello when you drop on by. Doing all these things will ensure that you never miss an episode of Max Level, our video game podcast every Monday. Game Oracles, our video game trailer show every Tuesday. BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday. The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, a podcast dedicated to professional wrestling every Thursday. The Top 10 Series every Friday. And Revisiting the Classics, our weekly trip back to the past to play some retro games every Saturday. Plus, you'll have access to all of our video reviews, unboxings, Let's Plays, reaction videos, and so much more. Of course, all this is also found on our main home internet, and hopefully yours as well, leveldowngames.com. As we've mentioned a few times in this episode already, next week, it's time for some Radio Hour. Volume 8, to be in fact. We will be picking some good music for next week. I can't wait for next week's episode. I I already have my tracks picked. (laughs) I think it's going to be a fun episode. I I really think you're going to enjoy some of the stuff I have picked out for next week's episode. But uh, taking us out of this episode once again, we have the Melodies of Life from Final Fantasy IX. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.
shadows of the